This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 684 of the Dressage Radio Show, official podcast of the United States Dressage Federation on the Horse Radio Network, brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products. On today's USDF episode, we are pleased to interview Kaylee Nolman about winning the Dressage Seat Medal 14 to 18-year-old final at the Festival of Champions held in Lamplight, Illinois. Then we'll talk to Liz Malloy about how she's encouraged the seat metal classes in her region. And Reese has a great fitness tip this week. This is Reese Koffler Stanfield from Georgetown, Kentucky. And this is Philip Parks from Rockwood, Ontario, and you're listening to the Dressage Radio Show. Well, hi, Phil. Hey, Reese. What's going on this week? Oh, gosh. What is it? Is a big <laughs> week of training around here. I'm not going to lie. Like, we're, okay. we're kind of kicking it into gear. <laughs> It's so it wasn't it wasn't in any gear before, and now you got to put it no, into. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Let's be real. Um, I've had a really busy summer. You know, I was at Young Riders for a week. Um, it was been hot, so <laughs> I I kind of was like looking at the calendar, and Jet, my my awesome assistant, and I were like, uh, regionals are next week. <laughs> we're okay. like, we better, and and we also have like our local championship. So Jet and I are splitting ranks and um, she's going to go uh, take our, our fantastic young horse to his first recognized show, which happens to be the local championship. So she's going to do the training championship and uh, also do her first third level on one of our horses. And I'm heading to St. Louis next week uh, for regionals. So um and we've been working the regional horses, but you know, it was, it was kind of like, they've been training, they've been doing other things. Uh, you know, big Mike, we've been pushing him, um, toward the I2 and doing a lot more PPA. Uh, and he's going to regionals at intermediate and it won in the freestyle. So, uh, we just got to go back and, and just look at those tests again and, and just remember what we did in Florida. So, um, we've been working on that. And then I've got another, uh, zip who is doing, he's had a good summer at first level, but I had a little time where we were working on, we were pu- punching it up and doing some other stuff, some half passes and, um, working on the changes and that kind of stuff. So changing gears a little into, into horse show mode. So that's what we've been doing this week. So how about you? So your, your regionals is in St. Louis. Yes. So, uh, sometimes in the U S you can actually change your region. I think you pay 25 bucks or something before a certain time. We are actually significantly closer to St. Louis than we are Michigan. And also the, St. Louis venue, FEI horses go inside. And there were some things that I, I really like about that venue. Um, so, and it's like two hours closer. So, um, which is funny because we're sort of in, in, you know, as we're sort of in the middle of three regions, if that makes sense. So, um, I just chose to go to St. Louis. You just and pick and choose. We can. Yeah, you can. <laughs> um, you can, which is nice. Yeah, you can. Okay. So, that's, that's um, we're doing that. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, it is nice. Um, you have to be organized and do it within a certain time frame through the USDF. And you can find that everybody on the USDF website. Uh, they have great info on that. And uh, But it's nice because, again, the Michigan one's almost eight hours for me. And St. Louis is probably five and a half. So maybe six. 
So, uh, so a little bit closer drive, it's a little bit easier drive there, that kind of stuff. So, yeah. So you can, you can do that. Yeah. So that's good. But I know uh, a lot of regionals are coming up. And uh, so I bet everybody's in the same boat. Like we better train for this. And usually two weeks out, I don't, I don't know how you are, Phil, but usually two weeks out, I really start to focus on, uh, you know, I, I'll, I'll listen to freestyle music again. I'll do the freestyle a few times, uh, kind of play around with that. So, uh, yeah, so that's what we're doing now. And then we have a break because region, our regionals are so early this year and the nationals, you know, knock on wood that we make it, um, nationals are in November. So we'll have a little bit of a, a downtime again. So, which is, which is good and bad. <laughs> Cause yeah, that's you tricky up, and like kind yeah. of you know, let the horse, let the horses down or, you know, train them uh, to a little bit then towards the next level. And then, and then you gotta, you know, switch gears again. I I think that's really, it's, it's, it is, it's challenging. You know, it's easier if uh, it's in October, then you sort of have a quick goal, but I mean, we'll have almost two months um, between our regionals and nationals. So that does pose a challenge, especially as you're starting these particular two horses are moving up, uh, for Florida. So it does pose a little challenge. A big Mike is pretty secure at the I one level, which is so actually, so is it he's doing the first level. So those boys, they know their jobs. So just kind of reminding them of their jobs and like zip, <laughs> you know, I went to do the, the serpentine in first level and he did the most beautiful changes. <laughs> And I'm like, oh no, but oh it, no, oh yeah. no, oh no, but uh, you know, I didn't punish him for those. That, that's just, I needed to make sure I was sitting a little bit better and quieter and, and road riding it a little better. And uh, so, yeah, it should be, should be really fun. So I'm looking forward to, to the next couple weeks. And uh, also, you know, our fall shows are starting to happen. Uh, there was, there's usually a little break. You're really busy and we're a little quieter uh, midsummer because it's so hot here. Uh, so we're we're getting back into fall season. The eventers are are going again here shortly, and yeah, so there's a lot of stuff happening, which is fun. So yeah, well, Phil, we are going to jump right into this show. We've got a great one for you, and we hope you enjoy. Founded in 1973, the United States Dressage Federation has become the largest organization to represent a single Olympic equestrian discipline. At nearly 30,000 members strong, USDF is your connection to dressage education, competition, and achievement. Visit usdf.org to learn more about USDF education, competition and award programs, and to shop our online store. Again, that's usdf.org, your online destination for dressage. Well, I have to be honest, I'm so excited about our guest today, Kaylee Nolman. She was on my junior team at the North American Youth Championships this summer, and she has gone to the Festival of Champions. She's had quite a summer, and she just won the 14 through 18 Dressage Seat Medal Championships with an 87%. Kaylee, welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. I know this is, we're, we're thrilled to have you. And you and I got to spend a week together in Traverse City, which was so much fun. And then you guys headed to Festival of Champions in Chicago. So tell us, tell us about yourself and tell us about your horse. Okay. So I'm Kaylee, obviously. I'm 17 years old and I ride JP Zeppelin, a Andalusian Lusitano cross. He is 10 years old this year. And he's a very special boy. We bought him Christmas two years ago. And he was just a little baby that level horse, you know, still didn't have a confirmed change. He was very green. He'd never been to a horse show. He'd kind of been on our barn as a sale horse for the summer. 
and we decided he would be perfect for me. And so we bought him and we took him right down to our first season in Ocala, Florida. And he did his first show at the World Equestrian Center, which is a huge environment. (laughs) And he was an angel all weekend. He did not put a foot wrong. I mean, so many horses were freaking out and going crazy because there's a lot going on. He was the best, one of the best behaved horses there at his first show. Um, so that's kind of his personality. He's very laid back, but he has a very strong work ethic. He loves to work. When we put on the bridle and the saddle, he's like, his ears go forward. He's ready to get the ring. He just, he tries his little heart out, whether it's right or not. He's like, I'm going to do what I think is right. So he's amazing boy. I'm so lucky to have him. And I had been competing juniors for two seasons with two different horses before I bought him. And I really want to do competitive juniors, make the NYC team. He was my first NYC and second NYC and my first festival, which is really special. So Yeah. Yeah. So this was your first festival this year. Yes, it was. <laughs> so what was your impression? I mean, you guys, you were able to go home. So we're really lucky because you live in Ohio. So, you know, our region from Traverse City to Ohio, you were able to go home, get a little rest. You didn't have to lay over. A lot of horses had to sort of lay over between Young Riders and Festival. But you were able to get home and I think you started school even. And then you headed to Festival, right? Yeah. So it was, oh my gosh, it was crazy because we got home late from NYC. And then I had to go to school the next morning and it was kind of like, I kind of forgot about school with all the, you know, everything at NYC happening. And so the first day of school seemed really little in compared to what I was doing. Um, (laughs) So (laughs) I, you know, I have my first week and then I was just like, sorry, I have to go. So I told everyone bye and we went to Chicago for a week. And luckily my mom was able to haul him down the day earlier than when I could come. So I didn't have to miss too many days. So I came up for the jog and then I schooled that night and competed Thursday. But it was, oh my gosh, it was truly amazing. And honestly, even more of an environment than the NYC. Um, oh yeah. Because yeah. everyone was there. And I yeah. think <laughs> one time I was talking with my mom and someone else and we were having this conversation. And, you know, and I, all of a sudden I just kind of like stopped answering and I zoned out because Adrienne Lyle was walking up on her five-year-old. And I literally, I just, I stopped paying attention. I just kind of thunder, I was just watching her. And I'm like, this Olympian is just literally feet away from me. And it was so amazing. And then I walked back to the barn with Alice Tarjan after her 95% ride in the FEI four-year-old test. And I was like, oh my goodness, I'm literally walking right next to Alice Tarjan, who just, you know, got this amazing score. I didn't know she had gotten the score at that time, but still. I was like, holy cow. <laughs> <laughs> that is the best part about festival, isn't it? That yeah, I, I is- think I was just going to say that. I mean, you know, being exposed to, you know, those people and those horses and getting to see the the high standard of riding, you know, gives everyone, a, you know, aspirational, inspirational ideas. So that, that's 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 where I think, you know, a national championships is really a fantastic plan that's taking quite a few years to plan and put it together and then getting everybody together in a central-ish location can really, you know, help a national program achieve great things. So Kaylee, tell us about, you You did the junior test, right? So you had, you had that and then you also did the seat medal. So you had a pretty busy weekend. So tell us a little bit about how the junior test went and then we'll move on to the medal championships. 
Okay, great. Well, after NAYC, we didn't really have a lot of time for much training in between NAYC and festivals, so we just gave him a few days off. We did some light, stretchy rides before we left, and then he came down the day earlier, and I jogged him, and we schooled that night. You know, we competed next morning, and the first night, he felt amazing. He gave me the best feelings. I was starting to feel so excited, and, um, you know, I'm like, this is also a really big championship for the top 12 in the country. I was number 12 going in. So I was like, you know, I'm not really concerned about the score. I just want to go for the experience. Our test was still really green. The canner work was not clean and it could have been better. So I was just, you know, want to go for the experience. And Thursday came and I had a really great draw. I was right in the middle of the class and it was, it was early mid morning. So it wasn't too hot. And I was like, okay, great. Starting off great. And we're warming up. He feels great. And that ring in ring familiarization the day before. That was probably the only ring he's ever been kind of borderline spooky with me with. It's a big environment. And the arena is below the spectators and the VIP tent and all the vendors. So, and they had a bunch of um, trees and decorative things everywhere along the judges' boxes. So he was a little tense um, the night before, but we went in and he started to get a little bit, but then I was like, if you're fine, you're a good boy. As we went around the ring and he trusted me and he kind of let out a breath. So I'm like, okay, we took a breath. We're good. And so we rode through the team test and he was great. Um, it went way better than I expected. He really, um, we went in that ring and he was just on. So, and they announced our score right after. And I was so excited. It was a 66, nine. Um, I was like, awesome. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we just yeah. did that. And I was, <laughs> After that, I was ranked fourth, and I was ninth in the team. And then the individual, I was a 67.2, I believe, and seventh. So we ended up eighth overall, and I could not have been happier to have gone, improved my ranking, and had the best time, had the best ride. It was probably some of the best that we've had in the individual test, I would say, which is amazing to always have something go well at a championship and even better than you did in qualifying. Yeah. So what what point I was really thinking of here is that, you know, no matter where you're ranked or, or what I like any chance that, you know, a rider can can get to get down the center line in front of some judges or, or under a bit of pressure is going to teach you something. And, you know, even even if, you know, you didn't have the ride of your life, which is it sounds like that you probably, you know, you, you said you, you had the, you know, the best ride, you know, even if that wasn't the case and maybe you had a, you know, so-so ride or, you know, there, there were some mistakes. I mean, to get good at this sport, you have to, you have to go down the center line a lot. And that's something that I, you know, try to think about all the time. You, you know, even if I didn't have a great warm up or, you know, whatever, going down the center line and, and doing a test can teach you something. There's something that you're going to take with you out uh, as you're leaving you know from from judges comments from scores from all this kind of stuff you know there's nothing that can help you more than you know more than getting more and more experience especially as a as a young person exactly and especially at these high level competitions i'm very lucky to have this division that i can compete in to experience this and not be you know a professional showing grand prix (laughs) yeah well, I mean, it, it takes so many years and that's, you know, it's a huge environment. It really is. And like you said, the, the arenas and the young horse stuff is going on. The way festival set up at Lamplight is it's almost two different little worlds. Like the young horse is its own thing. And then the high performance uh, are going on in the other ring. So there's a lot right. of 
things going on. Like there's clapping up above you with the young horses and then there's warming up and it's, it's, it's really big. Like you said, big environment, even Traverse city was a big environment, but it's nothing compared to festival. So, um, you know, for for Zeppelin, you guys got a ton of good experience and then you were able to go to the dressage seat medals. So tell us a little bit about your experience doing that. Oh my gosh. I was, so excited for the class and I'm not the kind of rider to get really anxious or nervous. I used to. And as I got more experience showing, I kind of, I got very chill about it. And I'm not going to lie. I was pretty nervous for this class because I knew I had the potential to do well going in. I was reserve champion at the semifinals, however, regionals at the horse park last year. And I had an 88 at regionals and Marin had a 90 Marin Ross. She won. And I'm kind of close friends with her. So it was fun riding with her again. I was like, this is like deja vu, Marin. Um, <laughs> so going in, I was like, you know, I just want to be top three. And luckily we had a day in between the individual and the seat medal where I could just take him for a light, stretchy school in the snaffle after going in the double all week. And I'm so glad I did because switching from the snaffle back from the double back to the snaffle um, can have some, you know, little like, come on, I don't have the curves and now you have to listen to me and little reminders sometimes. So I was so excited that warming up and I'm like, mom, she, my mother is also my trainer. She's Rebecca Sturmat. She's amazing. We have this great relationship and she helps me. And I'm like, mom, what can I do? There's got to be something I can do. My heels, my posture, my shoulders, my chin, my whatever, you know, my hands and tell me something I can do that, you know, that I can improve. And she's literally, she looks at me and she goes, there's nothing. You look beautiful. Just smile <laughs> because you're listening. <laughs> and so I'm like, just smile. So, you know, I'm worried. We're going in. So I'm like, okay, I'll smile. So <laughs> I think most of the time I have this smile on my face because it just kind of kept my mind off. You know, she's like, don't get tense. I don't want you to get tense. Don't think about it. Just smile. <laughs> so the test, I'm like, okay, I'll smile. And we had the group. Um, we had nine riders. So we had nine riders in the group pattern. And we did the walk and the trot both ways, sitting and rising. And then they divided us into two groups to canter. And Zeppelin was amazing. He really is an amazing horse. He's, he can go from the high performance juniors and the collection to equitation kind of like a first level, maybe training level kind of leg yield, lengthening, things like that, figures like that. And he went from the juniors and the collection, the change and the half pass to, you know, kind of plopping around, letting me look pretty and not really doing much. Um, well, he'll let me just kind of sit there. So we did that. And then they divided us up for the individual patterns and they announced the numbers. And I was like, oh, my goodness, they put me dead last. Um, and I was like, well, what does that mean? So I was the very last to go in the pattern. I'm watching everyone do the patterns, which is actually, I was kind of grateful for to watch everyone else kind of go. And then Marin was second to last. and I went dead last. I was like, well, that's either a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> and <laughs> we went in the pattern. And after doing all this, there's a simple change in the junior test. So we had been schooling the simple change all week. And for him going back to the canter trot transition, he was a little sticky on. So the, um, Individual pattern had three across the diagonal, three changes of lead to the trot um, from the canter, which not a lot of space to do those. It was pretty difficult. Where did, I'm sorry, I'm just going to jump in and ask a question. Where did that pattern come from? 
Yes. Yeah, so there's a list on the USTF website, I've looked at it before, of different patterns that are suitable for semifinals, finals, or just regular equitation uh, classes. Okay. Okay. Um, this is, so, I'm learning. I'm learning. Uh, yeah. I'm yeah. Learning, we're learning about this as well. Yeah. Yeah. So they have the one, the pattern we got had three trot changes, a leg yield zigzag from the rail to the cordon and back to the rail. Um, okay. it, usually it starts with, to keep it short and simple, it's not both ways or anything. Um, you walk in and pick up the trot at C. We did the trot zigzag from the rail, the quarter line, and back to the rail. We picked up the canner and did those trot changes. And then we trotted and then did a halt, no salute. And then it was just short and simple like that, um, just mm-hmm. for the sake of time. So he felt great in those. The leg heels were probably our highlight, I would say. Um, and he just... For such a big ring, he was so focused. And there was a lot going on. Like we like said, they had the um, young horses going. And they, they do the comments back on the big speakers from the judges. And okay. you could hear them, you know, 9-5 or mm-hmm. thank for the canter, 10 for canter, and giving wow. feedback on horses. So, And it was a lot of noise and clapping, too. And he just stayed focused on me. So it felt really good. And, you know, they take us – they put us take us all out and we were waiting outside of the ring for them to decide we got him wrapped really quickly for the awards and you know i'm talking to all and i'm like oh my goodness i don't know like <laughs> we're so nervous and she's like whatever happens you know you did great i love you you did so good you know you won in my eyes <laughs> and i'm sitting there kind of nervous i'm taking a long time and they come out and they give ribbons to the top so nine through four they gave ribbons to and I didn't get a ribbon. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that means they're top three. <laughs> <laughs> so they have they have the ninth place through seventh place do their victory lap. And then they took the or ninth through six, sorry. And then they did their victory lap. And then six through our top three came in. And they purposely took forever announcing it. So I'm kind of freaking <laughs> out. <laughs> they let us all in and we line up in the arena. And you know, they announced sixth and fifth and fourth, which already had ribbons. And then they get to bronze and they announced, uh, and they announced her name. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm not bronze. So that means I'm either silver or gold. And Marin, who was silver, and also my friend, I look over at Marin, I'm like, you know, good luck, you know, congrats, whatever happens, congratulations, you did great. And they get to silver and he's drawing it out. And he announces Marin's name. And USA Dressage posted a highlight, a recap of some clips. And I think my face is in that highlight from when I realized <laughs> I got gold. And my hands come up to my face. And I'm kind of like, oh, my God. <laughs> um, so they announced Marin. They come over to me. And they announced me. And I got the medal. And it was just so surreal. I still honestly can't believe it. Because after, you know, they're like, okay, we're going to go on the victory lap. And I'm like, okay, well, who's leading? <laughs> they're like, you, you won. Aww. And I'm like, oh, oh, I did. So <laughs> I left the victory lap and it was just, it was so amazing. And I just had the goal. I just need to be top three, you know, maybe top three. And to win that is truly so amazing. It speaks so much to the work that I put in. You know, I ride a lot of horses for my mom. And do sale videos for her sometimes. So I've gotten a lot of experience. I'm lucky to have that kind of experience on different breeds, sizes, training levels. But I've kind of developed my skills. I've been I've been lucky to have that. And I, I was so glad to have that result because I worked yeah. really hard 
(laughs) Well, I loved it. Yeah. It's so nice. And it's true. You are, your mom is wonderful and she's a trainer as well. And tell you she was so cute at junior she was so nervous but she's like she can't see me so she's she's your biggest fan and it's so fun to watch well Kaylee thank you so much for sharing your summer with us I think everyone's gonna see how fun all these you know and amazing opportunities that that riders have and um it's so fun to see you in Zeppelin just growing and getting better and better and we can't tell you how proud we are and how we can Continue to cheer you on as well. So thank you so much for coming on and we can't wait to watch you in the future. Thank you so, so much. And I'd like to add one more thing, if you don't mind, about the equitation program. I really think it's an amazing program. I'd like to encourage anyone who can to do it and to try because it's a great, like if you've got a spooky horse, you can get in the ring with other horses and give good experience to your horse and get feedback on your riding and equitation is such an important part of our riding. And especially if you would like to go up the levels, it's important to have a good base and, you know, you could do so well. And honestly, I had no idea I would do this well. I made it this far and you don't need to qualify for any kind of semifinal. You can, if you qualify for regionals, you can go in the semifinals class and you can also qualify for the semifinals, I think just by getting a 72 in any equitation class. So I'd like, I think everyone should try it at least once and get that experience. I love it. I love it. It's such great advice. Like you said, this is a really important program for our country and it's pretty accessible. So thank you so much for for saying that. And we can't wait to watch you going forward. Thank you so much, you guys. This is a blast. Each week, you carefully plan out your horse's training schedule. You work with your trainer to fine tune his flat work. You school through grids to perfect his jump and set up multiple courses to educate your eye. You enjoy long hacks to keep his mind fresh and body strong. Show day arrives. You take a deep breath as you enter the ring. We've got this, you whisper so only he can hear you. You move as one, sailing over each element in perfect harmony. The feeling you get when it all clicks. It's why we do what we do. This feeling is brought to you by Joint Armor. Joint Armor's complete formula provides your horse with the nutrients necessary to support healthy joints throughout his lifetime. Joint Armor maintains fluid motion and flexibility in hardworking joints. It supports normal cartilage development and reduces joint deterioration. Joint Armor provides high levels of both glucosamine and chondroitin, plus 100 milligrams of hyaluronic acid. Best of all, Joint Armor is affordable. One small jar lasts up to 75 days. The horse that matters to you matters to Kentucky Performance Products. Well, tonight I am so excited to have Liz Malloy, Taramia Riding School. We were at the North American Youth Championships together and we were chatting and she had such a great story. So Liz, welcome to the show. Hey, Reese. So great to talk to you again. And um, thanks for having me. I know. It was so cute. You and I were holding up a, a tree, I think, at, at Young Riders. We were just standing, chatting, which, which sometimes the chefs, we had some time just between our rides where we would just chat. And I really, that was one of my favorite parts. And uh, you said we that, that, that somehow you'd read an article. I'm going to let you tell the story because, um, yeah, just I'll let you take well, it away. Well, okay. <laughs> so, indeed, I was really excited to see you and run into you at NYC because I'm like, oh, my God, I got to tell this girl what I've done. So um, she wrote this article years ago, and I swear to God, it was titled 
equitation, not just for the hunters anymore or something along that line. <laughs> and um, long story short, um, she was writing about how, you know, of course the hunters, they have equitation over fences and on the flat. And her mom had grown up uh, doing that um, as a completely normal thing, equitation. No one thinks twice about doing it. And that kind of struck a chord with me at the time when I was reading the article because I grew up the same way, doing the same thing. You know, I never thought twice about doing an equitation class. And so um, the point of your article was kind of how do we grow dressage seat equitation? As we do have a program, we can have the equitation of finals at national championships. And then semifinals are held at the regional competitions throughout the country. And so riders can, of course, qualify throughout the year uh, looking for two scores of 70 and or some other minor ways to get a qualifying ride in. So your point was, how do we grow the program? And, um, and then later, on top of that article, Ross Kinsler also wrote an article trying to demonstrate that DSC or dressage seat equitation can be the stepping stone from schooling to recognized and let the equitation class at a recognized show possibly be the first class a rider does going from a youth program into more of a national um, recognition situation. And frankly, she even made the point, you don't even have to own a horse. You might be able to um, find a horse that's already in attendance at that, at that show. And it can be affordable as you might just pay for that particular class. And so that's certainly a link of growing the youth programs into the national programs. So what I ended up doing, and we are now, I think, in our um, eighth year or so, is I rolled out a schooling show dressage seat equitation medal final class. So this is not a year-end award, and it uh, happens at my GMO, GDCTA, Georgia Dressage and Combined Training. They have a big schooling show. In fact, we just had it every August. We just had it this last weekend. And so it's not being a year-end award. Therefore, winning this class or, or doing well in the class is prestigious. It's a medal final. And it's a title that a rider gets to hold for a year. And we have the, the, the age divisions between 13 and under and 14 and up. And then, of course, adult amateur. So our website actually, under our youth programs, features a page just on equitation. And what is really neat is they show all the previous year's winners since the onset of this program. And so now it's a tradition. And so now we have normalized equitation in our uh, schooling show program. And then that does lend itself, of course, back into uh, the national program on top of it. So I think that that's great fun. And equitation matters. Yeah, that, that's, uh, you know, really amazing that, that, you know, that you took an idea and you, you know, started, started implementing it. And now, now it's kind of a, a big deal. So how many entries, you know, how, how, how is that going? Well, it's, it is a situation um, that while my youth program is quite large, I have over 180 youth in my GMO, in, and then the classes are offered at all our GMOs schooling shows, so that can be up to like 70 horse shows a year, so it's on the prize list all the time. Um, but whether or not we get a huge number of partakers, the ones that are actually riding it they're drinking the Kool-Aid. They see the importance of it. You know, equitation is, um, you know, that, that beautiful straight line from your elbow to your wrist to the horse's mouth and then the ear, shoulder, hip, and heel alignment. 
those are a biomechanic. And when the riders can learn to ride from there and memorize how that feels, that translates into an effectiveness of their aids to the horse, which that, of course, is a, a, a line item in our collective marks in our, all of our dressage tests, schooling and recognized. So um, the ones that participate, they definitely see the importance in it. And the, again, the prestige of the medal final winning that. Right. Well, I love it because like you said, number one, it's a great way to get into the sport. You know, I, I've chatted about it on the show this year. I, we've done a lot of schooling shows um, because, well, I mean, uh, they're not as expensive. We're taking a young horse. Um, so would I like to go to a recognized show? Sure. But is it in the budget? Not so much, you know, and, and, but I've seen so many kiddos there and I love it. And, and, and I'm lucky that I live in an area like you do where there's, there's a lot of fun schooling shows, but I, I really have to give a shout out to my mom because, um, Marky Koffler, because she is the one that really always said that to us about equitation. She, she was always big into it and she always said, you know, why don't ride like that? Um, so it was good. And, and really you don't need, you, you can really see that line, for example, um, you know, on a video or, or, you know, a, a mom can be trained to do that, you know? So it, it, I love it because it's affordable, but it is so important because, you know, we were so lucky to see the young riders ride and the juniors and wow, when you really watch the majority of their seats, were pretty darn good. And, and I, I think that's also Liz programs like yourself and what you're doing. And, and I love it. Cause you, you heard it, you had an idea and you started it and look at all the kids that it's impacted. And, um, you know, what I'm really hoping is that somebody from a GMO, um, hears this and they contact you and they ask you how you did this because, um, it, it started small, but it's, it's going to be huge. And I just, Absolutely. I just, it's so cool. Yeah, you can you could start with if you had four riders participate in it, you know what, that's a seed. That plants a seed. And then other people are like, Well, what's that? What is she doing? You know, what is this about? You know, what what why is this important? And, you know, it it fosters um conversation. And again, the more we can get people thinking about equitation and talking about it. Um, I mean, look at all of our top riders. They truly exemplify the notion of any horse that they sit on, they look exactly the same and they have those beautiful alignments that I was speaking of. And it's, you know, um, you know, we all have equitation again in our hunt seat and or our dressage seat. And it's important to have a versatile seat, you know, cause we're, it's a biomechanic depending on the job of what we're doing, whether we're galloping our horse or we're doing a full seat sitting trot and, or, um, a sitting trot lengthening. It's a biomechanic. And so, um, therefore, again, I, I believe it's so important and we need to constantly shed light on this matter. Yeah. I mean, I've always, you know, kind of grew up kind of through the, uh, a pony club system and, you know, from my, my mom yelling at me and all of that is, <laughs> is, you know, you, you can, you can ride a lot of different horses in your life, but you want to, you want to have a, a good position, uh, every, you know, on every single horse that you ride so that, you can bring out the best in the horse and the, and the balance and the effectiveness of the rider is, I mean, that's, that's your job, you know, when you put your foot, you know, into the stirrup and, and get on their back, like you want to be balanced, effective and have good communication. Well, you've got, it starts somewhere. Right. And, Absolutely. Uh, 
you know, and, and, yeah. and to all those writers that, you know, get out and, and go to a show and get in front of people and show off their, you know, uh, beautiful equitation. I mean, that that's the stepping stone. That's that's the beginning. Right. And and like you said, I, I, you know, I know that there's a, a national finals and that's pretty freaking prestigious. And, you know, li- like you said, you can borrow like you can go to the national finals and borrow a horse or, you know, try, try to figure out how to make that kind of work and and uh you know maybe you get you you catch the bug for competing and 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 on and on and on from there absolutely absolutely i have had the joy of this particular year um teaching um two brand new adult women that really they might have ridden before but um they didn't have a a muscle memory and so i was able to without them truly realizing it create a muscle memory through sitting trot program, not just on the lunge, you know, just not, but teaching them body awareness and how something feels, you know, um, you know, when they're sitting in the saddle, you know, how deep can you make your seat? Um, are your elbows following, you know, making them body conscious, right? And so when we become body conscious and a child can do this as well, I mean, there's, there's no age limitation to this um, skill whatsoever to master. It's really it's really explaining a feel and um, learning a feel and memorizing that feel and then applying that feel no matter what you're on. Because the horses, as you were saying earlier, uh, the effectiveness of the rider, the horses are a mirror of their rider, right? So you can have the horse with, you know, a little cute six-year-old trotting around on him, and then you can put someone that really knows how to ride on them. And boy, they frame up and wow, look at the shoulders lift or what have you, right? So a horses are a mirror of their riders. And uh, they're a true reflection of the riders. And that's, that's a joy to see. That is, that's just, oh, it gives me little goosebumps when I just mm. see a horse and rider in harmony. Right? I, that's a joy. That's the joy. It is such a joy. And, and and I love it. I just love what you're doing and what you're bringing to your community. And, you know, as we continue on uh, with kids, but also adults, like it's such an important topic. And uh, I love that that you've created, you know, created a goal, which is really cool and making it accessible. So Liz, how can our listeners find you online if they're interested in the program, if they're from your area, but also if they wanted to start it in their area? Absolutely. Um, I am on Facebook as Elizabeth Malloy, M-O-L-L-O-Y. And then I have a Terramia Writing School website and um, email, Miss Liz, M-I-S-S-L-I-Z at TerramiaWritingSchool.com. Um, as well as a Facebook page. Awesome. Well, fantastic. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for having me. We're the Healthy Critters Crew. I'm Tigger. I'm Patty. And I'm Coach Jen. If you're a horse lover, dog lover, cat lover, llama lover, chicken lover, parrot lover, paw and hooves and feathers lover, Healthy Critters is for you. We have fascinating guests, nutrition tips, information on various critters, and the only talking Pomeranian dog on the radio. Hello, everyone. Join us for our bi-monthly laughter-filled romps on HRN. Brought to you by Biostar US. Well, Phil, for our trainer tip of the week, I've got an exciting thing that we're doing at the barn. Are you ready? Should we have a drum roll? (laughs) <laughs> I, I think I think uh, I'm ready. Okay. So I was going through Facebook and I saw there was, I think it was the American Heart Association, but they were doing 25 sit-ups a day for the month of September. 
And we decided as a barn that we were actually going to do 30 sit-ups a day for 30 days. And then we're going to have a little celebration at the end that may require, it may be charcuterie and wine. Just saying. But (laughs) (laughs) we're we're all doing um, 30 sit-ups for 30 days at the barn as a little fitness challenge for everybody. So um, we have writers of all levels and all ages. I think our oldest participant is in her seventies and uh, we're just having fun with it. And everybody um, has to check today. Somebody wasn't at the barn and they're like, write a check on the board. I did mine. So um, we're really looking forward to it, but um, kind of fun and kind of a challenge. And you can certainly do more that this, not that you have to stop at 30. I'm not going to lie. I I was in a rhythm and I I got to about like 36, 37 today, but I thought it would be fun. And yeah, uh, I mean, fitness goals and fitness challenges. I mean, it's not necessarily all that fun. So you got to figure out ways (laughs) in which to, you know, to make it more fun or include, you know, people around you. Um, You know, that's a way to, you know, hold everyone accountable to, to the goals that, that you've kind of set so that, um, you know, make, making, making your, a friend group or you know, something like that. I mean, that, that's a great idea. And, uh, I mean, you can do it for sit-ups or, you know, the, the this episode this. that we're, that we're yeah. talking about, you know, equitation. I mean, I mean, a, a big part of the problem that people have with their equitation is that their core strength is not enough. Yeah. Right. And so, Sit-ups are definitely a great way to to help you with that, and and any kind of fitness is gonna get you stronger, more balanced, and and help you to ride your horse better. So I'm all for it. Yes, well, that's exactly where we were going with this. You know, we have uh, all kinds of riders that are doing everything, and and that's what we said. Like the fitter we all are, the better we're gonna be at what we're doing. So that is what we're doing. So um. Let us know. I mean, send me an email. I'd love to hear if you guys do any fitness challenges with your barn. Uh, we're going to try it for this month and I hope it'll be a thing. Like we'll, we'll be able to, and then we can have a little get together at the end and, and celebrate more just to get together. But yeah, so that it, there may be a paying component if people don't do that, do it. <laughs> There's a little incentive. Uh, yeah, have a tip one. jar, have a tip jar, yeah, for, you know, yeah. like a dollar for every <laughs> sit up that you miss or something that like you that. missed. That's a good and idea. Then, and then donate it to, you know, heart and stroke or you know, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking, see, you're a better person than me. I was like toward, toward our charcuterie eating, <laughs> but uh, no, it's true. You could donate it. I mean, you could do you a lot. To, of you, do, you don't need to skip the, skip the, um, <laughs> the, the fitness challenge and, you know, eat more. That's, that's not in the right spirit of it all. So whatever, Phil, <laughs> but uh, no, 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 Fair no, it should be fine. So if anybody's doing or a fitness challenge or has done it, let us know. We'll, we'll announce it. And uh, I think we can have some fun with this. So I hope that was a good tip. And, uh, we hope you guys are working on your fitness, even if it's just 30 sit-ups a day or 20 sit-ups, whatever you can do, uh, is a good start to get that course stronger for, for better writing as well. So we hope you enjoy. Well, I am serious, everybody. If you do have a fitness challenge in your barn, let me know uh, so we can announce it. That could be kind of fun for all of us to be uh, getting some fun ideas. And uh, don't forget, we have our book club book going. This is a great one. It is Bolder, Braver, Brighter by Daniel Stewart. 
We hope you like it. His interview was awesome. The book is great. Phil and I are both reading it right now. Um, so in the next couple of weeks, we will get um, our reviewer on. So we're really looking forward to that. As always, the United States Dressage Federation is your connection to education, competition, and achievement. Visit usdf.org for more information. That's usdf.org, the online destination for dressage. You can find our show notes and links to today's guests on our website, dressageradio.com. Like us on Facebook, just search Dressage Radio Show. Follow us on Twitter at Horse Radio. My website is maplecrestfarmky.com and my email is reese at horseradionetwork.com. I think the best way to find me is through Facebook or my email is philip at horseradionetwork.com. I'd like to thank our sponsors this week for allowing us to put on a good show. That's Kentucky Performance Products. If you'd like to support our show and the Horse Radio Network, you can do that through the auditor program found at horseradionetwork.com. Everybody keep your heels down and your shoulders back and we'll talk to you next week.